Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. When you post hunting photos on Instagram, they get censored. When you post on Go Wild, you get virtual fist bumps from fellow hunters. When you buy gear on Amazon, you gas up a billionaire spaceship. When you buy gear on Go Wild, we donate to a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, and shoot. See the difference? Go Wild is a free social community built by hunters for hunters. Join today at DownloadGoWild.com, and I'll give you 10 bucks just for setting up your account. And you'll keep unlocking Go Wild rewards as you share content, because guess what? We like hunting pictures. Join at DownloadGoWild.com or in the App Store. This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, because that's just meat in the freezer. It's your tag. You hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. What is up, everybody? Better late than never. Welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast. And let me tell you, every time we do a technology upgrade, <laughs> it is full OKS Hunter Hour in this freaking studio, man. My gosh. You've got like a jungle gym set up here. I like it. <laughs> yeah. What a nightmare, man. You missed it. When I first walked in, you could have hung yourself on a couple of cords. It's like, like entrapment with yeah. Catherine Zeta. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where this is at. It should be... Uh, anyway, we're we're dealing with some new stuff here. We're trying to figure some stuff out. You go ahead and click that right there, Greg. You want to click on that? Yeah, make it large. Large and in charge. There it is. Wait, okay. Look at that. So, and here we go. Look at that. We get a good view of you. I think we got a good view of you guys too. Half of you. My head's in the way. Had a girl. Woo! All right, so we're coming at you from the OKS Hunter Podcast Hey-o. Studio, and I am trying to figure out how to. This new, these new cameras are great, but I had to feed stuff through a different software platform, and it created some audio infinite echo looping. Is that what it was? The new it wasn't, software. It wasn't the cameras. I had to. <laughs> don't I don't want to know. Whatever you do, don't touch it. I don't want to know. Don't breathe. But I don't have to worry about like I'm. Well, kind of. I still have to worry about this, but I'm over here today. Beer's right there. I just missed my mouth. <laughs> Just spilled beer down my face. Here we go. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. This is how it goes. Greg, you've been with me for a couple of upgrades now. Yeah, I have. So inevitably. Short of you cutting your fingers off with an electrician screwdriver and I don't know what else. I mean. <laughs> I mean, the buck been... hasn't fallen off the wall yeah, yet. So. <laughs> no, no, he's staying there. Holy crap. Notice I'm wearing the white jacket. <sighs> Here you go. Yeah. So I, uh, I can make this like so it auto does it, but I'm not sure if I trust that just yet. Um, for the cameras? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the middle one will know who to pick up, so were I'm not they, sure what to do. Where they play ping pong? Right. So I'm just going to keep tapping different things here. <laughs> 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 See what happens. 
Anywho, uh, we have sponsors, and I, I don't I'm, know how I'm embarrassed for them right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Bill with Spartan Forge. Sorry, Zach and Kyle with Backwoods, and uh, sorry, Dave with uh, Drop Tine. We've and and Latitude Outdoors. Sorry, guys, we've just shit the bed. No, but you know we do make use of all that stuff. Um, Spartan Forge is a presenting sponsor, and as a technologist and uh, a technology company, they can attest that things can happen and. When you push the limits of what technology can do, shit can, shit can break or people complain or piss and moan. I saw a forum uh, on the internet. I'm not going to say which one, but it was going to town on Spartan Forge about the ethics of using too much technology in hunting. Oh. And I sent it to Bill and I was like, hey, you should probably look at this. And yeah, a lot of people were like defending it. And some people were saying, you know, what point is too much? And, you know, then they harkens back, well, what about trail cams? What about bows? And where do you draw these lines? You That's know? a tough right. argument, you know, because you can go so many different directions like you said with bows and whatnot well yeah and, and look at like the graduation of firearms guys were shooting flintlocks <clears throat> and then they went to maybe an inline or you know cartridge type firearms and then the purists were like oh cartridge type huh we don't want to hang out with those guys <laughs> they're not that cool well, right just muzzle loaders alone nowadays yeah I mean, everything one shot but they're pretty darn accurate <laughs> yeah well, anywho, so you I'm look a little like your kid over there. I'm, yeah, I got, well, got stuff down them. your chest. I'm just a little distracted. You guys have to carry the weight you're of the loud, show tonight. You're waving I'm... your arms around. I'm surprised you're not trying to fall off the table right now. This is a lot to organize. It I is. give you credit. The first time. So it, I'll get comfortable and we'll figure it all out here. But man, the audio thing had me just thrown through a freaking literal loop. That thing would echo like three times. No, the first time I have, I was like, wait, what's happening? Wait, what's happening? Wait, what's happening? Wait, it was like what's... a nice six-second lag, too. It was like plenty of time. No, oh, it's not going to You missed echo. it before it's that. Not... It was, was like worse? every three seconds. And it, it was like someone was DJing it. me, like, let's put Eric on loop and make a rap, you know? <laughs> so that's what this is. Okay. Yeah, geez. So, yeah, anyway. So I'm, if you want to go with Spartan Forge and you're not worried about the ethics of it and you want to just improve your hunt and your predictability of, like, when you're going to see deer, and they are adding a where feature uh, in 2022. So not only when you're going to see the deer, but potentially like where you might see the deer. So I think that's going to be pretty awesome for those guys. I'm going to be quite honest. I don't use every little feature of that, but I do like having the weather right at my fingertips and knowing what the wind's doing right then and there. And yeah, there's other apps that are following suit, but there are things on that app I really enjoy. And I don't, like I said, I don't use it to its full extent. Something I would get better at is the journaling stuff. Yeah, I always. I used to do that many, many years ago, and I just saw somebody make a post about the journaling stuff on Sport and Forge and how nice it is, and I, I kind of made a mental note that yeah. I got I to start doing that again. Yep. Yeah. Well, if you want to save 25% off, use code OHP. So I apologize, everybody, for the choppy start, but we're getting it figured out here. We're rolling. Let me zoom in on both you guys. How about that? I got to like worry about which one of you guys is talking. Anywho, uh, you guys both shot bucks. The only deer I could have shot this whole season, well, two deer I had a, sh a chance at shooting. But this past weekend, we went up for the Doug Duran uh, Doe Derby. We, we hunted with our buddy. Uh, what county were we in? Sauk County? We're in Sauk. Yep. Okay. Sauk County has more does than Heinz has got pickles. And that's a lot. So we, we hunted with Mitch <laughs> Baker. And Mitch and I hunted together, which was great. Uh, he's a super cool dude. Um, good hunter. And he's like, well, I'm going to take a walk. I'll see if I can't kick some deer up to you guys and stuff. And he he uh, eventually did that for both of us. Mm -hmm. 
and the only deer I could have shot was a spike buck, which of I'm course. like, you know how happy I would have been to shoot that spike buck? And it was doe only weekend. I was like, you've got to be kidding. You're the luckiest freaking. Talk about never pass, never pass, never pass. You know how hard it was for me to like not pull the trigger on that forced thing? Force pass. Yeah. That's a force pass. It's a force yeah. pass. Yeah. Force pass. Oh, interesting. It's <laughs> yeah. a good term. I had two does out about 200 yards through the timber. It was very hard to try and pick a shot with all the stuff that was going on. And they heard that dog bark and they hightailed it back. And then I just put on that little bit of a drive, the first drive. And I had a little, a little spiker come through by me as well. And then uh, Mitch ended up getting one at the beginning of the second little push that he put on. And those things came in right behind him. There were six of them that crossed the road and into his property. And he had an opportunity at the, one of the bigger ones and he took it which is pretty cool yeah that's a big doe he's very thankful for that doe mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty cool yep uh my buddy adam who you know uh-huh we got out last weekend i'm still looking for one more deer for the freezer all my plans of three bucks and fill the freezer that's yeah. not working out so no. i was looking for a doe <laughs> last weekend and uh my buddy adam came up they were visiting he and his girlfriend and they're gonna they actually took some pictures some family pictures for us and so I knew he wanted to get out in the woods. So I dragged him out to a spot and we just kind of did a little side by side, still hunting. He didn't even have his rifle cause he's got two does and a buck. Sure. But, uh, I sent him through a little thick patch of cedars and he moved deer out. I think I saw five fresh sets of tracks, got eyes on one deer, heard a couple other, but I didn't have no chance at a shot. Yeah. It was, it was fun to get out. We went up for like an hour and a half and That's nice little walk. Yep. That's all it takes. Yeah. You get the right moment and everything changes. Yep. It was one, and it was there's some snow up where we were, oh, and yeah. if I wasn't looking, I wouldn't have heard. I wouldn't have heard, heard that deer at all. You know, well, I didn't um, even hear that that spiker come running because there was enough padding on the ground mm-hmm. where there was no leaf litter for him to make noise in. So it was a, a nice clean run for him to go right down that cut, and he was quiet. I just saw motion movement, and I pulled up and and followed him along with the scope and. No matter how many times they looked at his head, those spikes were still there. So <laughs> he ended up living too. Yeah. I did do one of those. He was like, Ooh, here comes a doe. <laughs> and it wasn't a doe. So anyway. And Mitch even warned us. He's like, look, we got some small ones running around here. You might want to look before you leap. Verify, verify, yeah. verify. And uh, I have been seeing not just Wisconsin here, but all around antlers hitting the ground already. Yeah. In different States. So it's always a worry with like the holiday hunt. That you're going to shoot a bald buck, you know? Yep. And that, that can happen. Um, we actually, there was a buck brought into Doug Duren's kiosk. Uh, it had lost its antlers, and on top of it, it was suffering the effects of CWD, which was really, really crappy to watch. But that deer had lost its antlers, and from what they said, the bases on that thing were big. Really? Yeah. You know, it's a driftless, driftless area buck, so... Nice, healthy deer if it didn't have CWD. So I'm going to switch gears here, and I'm just going to go black for a second because I accidentally clicked something I shouldn't have. Um, Derek, your bow hunting season, you got a buck with your bow. I did. I have yet to hear the story. I think we've been kind of waiting for this. I think Greg probably knows what the hell happened, but I don't. (laughs) It has been a little while, yeah. So, I mean, uh, early season here in Wisconsin, we had all the plans of, grandeur and plan this oh, yeah. and go out of that yeah. and, and i and i had a lot of chances at some different bucks and i chose to pass them which left me yearning for more venison but th- that was at the time i, I passed a couple two and a half year olds and i laid eyes on a couple decent bucks here in wisconsin and then greg and i had our illinois trip 
Um, so I went down one weekend, pull some cameras, do some scouting, and I hunted one day, <clears throat> a morning and an evening, and saw a lot of deer and had a couple chances at a couple different bucks. Um, did not shoot past one of them. I didn't get a shot at, which we later found out was a good thing. Uh-huh. Uh, CWD area. Got to shoot an antlerless first in yes. October, so I wasn't aware of that at the time. So mm-hmm. maybe that was a, a blessing in disguise. Very much so. And then uh, the following weekend, Greg and I went down there. We heard that we we struggled to find deer, put on lots of miles, we, we and found, lots of hiking. We found deer. They weren't the deer we were looking for. Yep. So, you know, as deer hunters, we succeeded. As uh, trophy deer hunters, not so much. We had fun, though. We, had, we had fun, yes. We, we, pan- we totally packed a lot it. of hunting into a short amount of time. We did, and a lot of hiking. And a lot of different properties. Uh, yes. <laughs> More properties <laughs> than you should ever cover in Oh, man. Three We're and like a half looking days. at it on the map. Nope, that one looks like it sucks. <laughs> uh, what about this one? Oh, that one looks pretty big. Oh, I bet there's a lot of people in there. Oh, what about this little piece over here? Yeah, let's go check that out. How far is it? An hour and 10 minutes. An hour and 10 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it looks like we're getting up just a tad bit earlier. So <laughs> but it did. was good. It was good, yeah. Um, you know, we walked into places we had never hunted, never even set foot on ground before. So, I, you know what? After going through and doing that and you found some good stuff, I, I went and knocked around in another area. We kind of settled on, hey, we should hunt this because you found some great sign. And then the more and more I poked around, I found good sign. So you and I had an area covered. We are probably a couple of hundred, hundred yards apart. And then we had... That lowland spot? That lowland spot. And I thought that we were in perfect we, spots. It was. There. And I then, was feeling so good and what, about that. what was like the icing on the cake was the, yup, you should be here. Before I even got up a tree, I had a, I heard crashing around. And I, I see this buck. <laughs> and I'll, I, I didn't get a clear view of him, but he was past the ears. And he was mowing down maple trees chasing a doe. Like, yep, okay. Pulled the grunt call out, tried grunting at him. He kept on going. He had zero shits given about that grunt call. So I got up the tree, and then I get a message from Derek. You see that guy? Guy? Yeah, there's a guy. There's a guy walking, coming through. I think he's heading over by you. No, no, it's windy. It was real windy. It was like blowing 20 miles an hour. Well, when I was kind of power scout in that area to get ready to figure out where I wanted to set up. I found a ladder stand. Illinois, they, they allow hunters to leave ladder stands all over public, apparently. I don't know if they're allowed to, I don't know they if they're do. Allowed to, Everywhere they do. we went, they're, they're all over all the place. All over the place. So I'm up up the tree, and the wind kind of cut, cut blowing a little bit, and all of a sudden I hear brush crackling. And I'm looking around, and I'm trying to pinpoint where the crackling's coming from, and all of a sudden I see this guy's head poke out of all these raspberry bushes <laughs> why that yeah and the raspberry bushes were this freaking tall what the hell are you doing crawling through raspberry bushes to get to some, get in there a little cut up. Snack, man. so i just went <clears throat> and he kind of picked his crossbow up and he looked around and i kind of you know hung off the tree and waved at him and he's like oh shit i'm like uh you going over there ladder stand oh all right go right on ahead i'm gonna get down oh okay and so off he went is that how he sounded um, yeah well you know see we thought we were having a tough day because that guy walked by but here he walked by two guys, two guys. <laughs> in about a matter of about 300 yards i think you hollered at him and waved him off i saw him so i greg and i split up we walked this little creek bottom down 
looking for sign and right kind of where we thought we'd find some. There were some old rubs and a couple yep. fresh ones. And yeah. Then it was mainly the tracks. Yeah. We saw some nice tracks. Yep. And we just split up, and I only made it about 50 or 60 yards, and I found a huge scrape, big licking branch all busted off, and there was a massive track. So I kind of hightailed back to Greg, and I whistled at him, and I was like, we got to stick around here because something's coming through this bottom. Yep. So he went to his side. I went to mine. I set up over that scrape. All these trails are coming off the ridges. I can see them coming through this thick stuff. I was set up for 40 minutes. All day sit going to do. It's probably like yeah. 9 we're all, in the we were, morning. We were ready to go. We were ready to sit all day for this. You and know. I hear something coming down that nice thick draw. And it's that guy with his crossbow. I'm like, God. No. <laughs> and he saw me right away because I whistled and I waved. And he kind of just gave me the. Yeah. So he started going all the way around. I can see him the whole way, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden I lost sight of him. And then I saw him pop up in my crack. The curse of the crossbow. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, but, but we were optimistic. Yeah. We were optimistic. And I mean, the spot I set up on, I felt real good about because I, you know, Derek came back and said, Yeah, I'm going to set up over here. What do you think? I'm like, Do it. You found that spot. That looks, you know, it's the one, one of maybe three scrapes that are in that area. Mm-hmm. And it was a good size scrape, licking branch and everything. And why not throw a sit at it? What's the worst can happen? You don't see anything by two o'clock. You get bored and you go, maybe I need to, uh, Did you? maybe I need to wander off, you know? So you do. But he, he set up in there and I just kind of, I kept walking the creek bottom. I got so far. And I looked up and saw that ladder stand, and then the app wasn't working real well because we were in a cell phone hell there. So I'm like, well, I don't think I'm at the property line, but I don't want to go too much further. So I went back up the creek, found a, a really heavy trail, and found a big track in the mud where it had crossed and went through the raspberries where that guy popped his head up. I'm like, okay. And I walked around some of the raspberries and I found a tree. The rub was about this tall. All right. Walked a little further. There's oaks there and they look like they're dropping acorns. Of course, everything was dropping acorns down there. There's a lot of food. Found one tree, almost set up in it. And here it had poison ivy growing off of it. Picked another one. And just as I was walking over there, that's when that buck came chasing that doe through. So it was, it was good. Tell that guy showed up and then I got down and just decided I just messaged him. Yeah, I'm going to move because this guy's here. Well, where are you going to move? I think I'm going to probably head south, south and maybe, maybe a little west. So I did. I just kind of scouted along, found more sign, um, pretty much went right to the property edge, right to the edge of that sand quarry and uh, found some sign, found, found all sorts of rubs and not much for scrapes though. I don't think I found one scrape in there, but there was rubs and there was heavy trail. So I ducked down into a wash, found this huge wash, and you could hit a whole vacuum effect going on. No matter if you had a north or a south wind, it would actually pull scent through that wash because it was a deep cut. And if, if there were water running through it, I think it would be moving pretty good. So I thought, well, I should sit up here. So I did for a little bit, and then I second-guessed it, got back down, went back up the other side of the wash. I'm just going to keep walking around and find a more sign as I go and found another scrape, and then found some more rubs, and I just kept following it, 
where it got thick on top of this ridge before it dumped down into the sand quarry again because there was several cuts and several ridges there that the backside of them went down to that sand quarry. Well, get up there and well, sure enough, that's a rub. Walk a little bit further. It's another rub, but it's not very tall. It's not very big. And I stop and I'm looking in the thick stuff and I see there's a, a buckthorn tree about this big around. And uh, no, I got to be seeing things. It can't be what I'm seeing. Here it was all freshly tore up. It took pictures of it. I, I think I posted on Instagram. But well, yay big. And it was only rubbed about this high up. So it wasn't real, wasn't a real tall rub, but it was all shredded. And uh, <clears throat> I just kind of knelt down and was kind of looking around. And all of a sudden I heard twig snap probably 10 yards away. And I just see the top of the head and some ears. There's a doe working its way right in there. It's a bedding area. She dropped down into the cut and disappeared. So then I kind of circled around and kind of paralleled that cut and then came out and just decided to sit at the end of that wash where the wind was blowing through. And then all of a sudden I heard grunting probably 10 minutes before close. And here comes two fawns and a doe. And then I could hear a buck still walking around behind the, the doe and two fawns. Mm -hmm. I could have shot the doe. I don't know how many times. And the doe kept stopping and looking at me. And then the buck finally, I think actually the, the fawns were out playing around. They came back up out of the ditch and into the wash and took the doe with them. And then all of a sudden they were up in front of me on the, on, they crawled the side of that, that wash and got up on the ridge with me. And it was a six pointer, six or a seven pointer. He followed them up and they were, he was chasing the doe around right in front of me. That's cool. Yeah. But never, never something I really wanted to shoot. And we were only there. That was what the first or second day. Yeah. So I didn't want to shoot it. Not time yet. No, not time yet. <clears throat> but we, we hit up another property the next morning that was much closer. Really cool property. And we saw some deer, but we didn't, nothing we wanted to. Nope. Little bucks. No, a couple of little bucks and a handful of little does. And that was it. So after that taste of tough hunting the illinois public yeah i got spoiled next weekend yeah you did <laughs> so i was talking to a buddy of mine uh named bo um his dad actually is an outdoor writer for a long 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 time many many years I remember reading his articles when i was a kid and uh bo ended up marrying a childhood friend of mine <clears throat> so that's how we kind of got hooked up and he and i've talked hunting a lot but never hunted together and he and I were talking about Illinois. He's actually the reason I started going down there. He suggested it because yeah. they've been hunting Illinois for a long time, private, that they got permission on. And he was like, how'd it go? How'd it go? And I was like, yeah, man, we should rock out. Like, <laughs> it was tough. And he said, well, let me uh, pull some strings and see if we can get you to come down next weekend. I was like, holy crap. Tell my wife, I'm like, Bo's going to try to get me down there. Because I know the caliber of deer they shoot and the property they hunt is really, really nice. So he called me back. He's like, yep, yeah, good to go, man. Like, come on down. So they're staying down there for the whole week. I was like, I just burned all my days, my two days. <laughs> two I get days. off down there with Greg. He's hanging like, out with me. I'm coming for the weekend. could have been hanging out with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I love them. I, I know. I'm I just much giving you a hard time. Than... Well, and you almost felt bad because you're like, yeah, I'm going down next weekend. Like, I oh, felt cool. bad telling you because like, I was like, Bo invited like, me. He's like, yeah, and I'm going to that piece of property, man. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> and he's like, oh. I can't even get you down. I'm like, dude, you need to go shoot a deer. 
You need to go there. That's a huge opportunity. You got to do it. So it's kind of cool. I drove down there. It's a longer drive, yeah. uh, about six hours from here. Mm-hmm. And got down there, and it was Bo's dad, who I never met in person. And Bo was leaving that night. He had to work till like 7 o'clock, so he wasn't going to be there until 1 a.m. So we're going to hunt in the morning. So Bo's dad and I are kicking back, talking, you know, stories. It was it was pretty fun, showing me pictures in the camp and stuff and telling me the setup of their properties. They lease one little property. You're just getting all this information coming in. You're like, whoa, whoa, all this he's like, you'll see. He goes, you'll see all the bucks. Bo will get here. I was like, well, isn't Bo coming in at like one? He's like, oh, yeah. He'll look through all the cards. He won't go to bed. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, uh, I mean, Bo did that. I don't think he slept a wink that night. He was just strategizing in his head. We went through all the cards. It's 2 o'clock. We're looking at it. I'm like, dude, like, well, holy cow, look at You're this like, I got to go to sleep, man. I'm not going <laughs> to Well, I was pretty wired, man. I don't think sleep was in the books. I mean, they had some big I didn't big know deer. that you didn't sleep. Did you, did you get any sleep at all? I mean, I, I laid in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing I laid turning. in bed, but I mean, they, they had some beautiful deer on camera. And the first morning, we were just going to hunt behind the little camp there. And we all went out, and it wasn't far at all. But I saw a little eight-pointer right away in the morning, and then a ten-pointer that we'd seen pictures of, which was a young two-year-old, but a beauty. Yeah. Um, he came chase a doe 18 yards underneath my stand and I'm like, Oh, two bucks. It's like eight, eight o'clock. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. So I'm texting. We had like a little group text. I'm like, I saw two bucks. And Bo's dad's like, I'm up to seven. Bo's like, I seen nine. I was like, geez, I thought two was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So these guys, they're, they're seeing a bunch of deer and stuff. And it was just unbelievable. Like nice, just, just awesome. I've never hunted private property That's, before. And it was no, like, not like that. No, not like that. And, uh, so that afternoon, Bo had plans. We we're going to go check out another property and put up a stand um, on a field edge that he's had good luck decoying. Kind of this little backfield that comes up to a big field. And he's like, yeah, we're going to throw a stand up so we can hunt there possibly. He's really like thinking about me. I'm down there for two days. He's down there for the week. So he's mm-hmm. like, I can tell he's like trying to help trying me to help out, you, out. you know, yep. and it's his hunt too. He's got two little kids just like us, you know, so I know he doesn't get much time. So that's kind of in the back of my mind. And while we're putting up the stand, a buck comes out hundred yards away hits a scrape right across the field. We're like, holy crap, it's noon. So we're going to go to another property. We set that stand up, drive to this other property, and they're combining the fields right next to it. And he's like, wow, crap. Maybe we come back tomorrow, freshly combined fields. Let's go back to the spot we just hung. We'll decoy it. We'll hunt together. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Like, I haven't hunted with in a tree yeah. with somebody in a while. And we climb up there, man, and it was, it was just silly. As soon as we got in the tree, like 1 o'clock, it's like 65 degrees deer coming you're thinking you're thinking like man you think i would need to be here longer for them to like start to filter through but they're they're just deer coming out we're seeing bucks across the way the first buck we saw was a nice like the hunting public nice eight pointer it was (laughs) it was silly and uh but i was like let's rattle that one in that'd be a good one so we grab the antlers i start rattling he he perks up i was like oh yeah the deer here are super aggressive on this property he'll come i'm like oh He's like 150 yards away. I rattle a little bit. Comes running right across the field. And if there's that many bucks on the property. They're probably like, hey. They're, yeah, that, that's their joke there is that the bucks are so aggressive on that property. The one guy said, uh, you want to kill a buck? Put a concrete decoy out in the field and come back in the morning. There'll be three dead bucks standing by it because <laughs> they'll try fighting it. Um, but that buck came all the way across the field, circled downwind. Bo is filming and giving me the yardage. And as soon as he started circling downwind, he's coming right between me and the decoy. I'm at full draw and the wind just shifted a little bit. And instead of him coming all the way around in front of me, he got a whiff of it. Hit a wall. out a little yeah. bit and he ran out to about 45 yards and I'm trying to look where the heck my pin is. And then he spooked a little more. And so like, I'm kicking myself 
you know, hunting public up here, Northern Wisconsin. That's your only opportunity. It's like, oh my God, I blew it. You know, I'm like, I was like, dude, relax. Like it's one (laughs) o'clock. It's like, there'll be more. (laughs) So I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. This sucks. I blew it. And we saw probably eight more bucks through the course of the day, some small ones, some nice eight pointers. And then Bo's target buck, he showed me a picture of this eight pointer with a split G3 that had three tines off it. Comes out at 3.30, jumps the fence. I mean, it's probably like 155 inch eight pointer. It's huge. And I got my bow in my hand and I know this is the deer that Bo wanted. I'm like, dude, get your bow. He's like, no, just shoot it. I'm like, get your bow, man. Like, so I hung my bow up and I grabbed my camera. I was like, you better get your bow because I'm not shooting it. So then he finally picked up his bow. Um, but the buck came in, looked at the decoy, gave zero shits about it. Just put his head down, started feeding. Like he knew he was the man. There was no competition. Yeah. Just started feeding and worked right across the field. Never got closer than about 60 yards mm. and just worked into the woods. And we didn't know where he went. And so we're kind of hoping he pops back out because there's tons of daylight He's left. still around maybe. Right? Yep. Yeah. And the deer are filtering in and out of the field. We had a couple of deer in the field, which was nice. Young ones. Because anytime a deer was coming, you know, they perked their head up. So it was a nice little alarm system. Yep. And then uh, about an hour before dark, right behind us was a steep little ditch in the woods. And the wind was kind of blowing in, into the woods there. And we could hear deer looking through the leaves of the trees. And Bill's like, dude, there's a bunch of does behind us. Like, Don't move. And five does, looked like big, big does, filtered right into that little ditch. And our wind must have blew right over them because they never smelled us. Lucky. And then all of a sudden, I hear a grunt. And that's where that big eight came from. I was like, dude, there's a buck in there with him. Get your bow ready. He's going to come out. Bo says, uh, was it the big one? I said, I don't know. I get a glimpse of antler, and I'm like, oh, it looks nice, but I don't think it's the big one. Bo goes, well, grab your bow. They're going to pop out right here. And the does start popping out. And they're looking at the decoy, and all of a sudden, that buck just starts chasing those does out. And immediately when I saw it, I was like, I'm shooting that. <laughs> so I was like, you want them? I was like, yep, yep. Yep, we're good. So yeah. he chased the does a little bit and then saw the decoy and started coming right over to the decoy, puffing up his hair. And I said, well, how far is that doe? He said, 38 yards or something. I had my pin at 35. Buck worked in. He was at 38 yards. I shot him while he was just slow. With the pin walking. at 35? Yep. Held okay. mid-body and... Smoked him pretty good, and he ran about 30 yards, stood there, and blood is pouring out, and then he stayed on his feet for probably almost a minute, maybe longer, just running, trying to stand, blood pouring out, and then he made it to the edge of the field. Right there. over. So it, was, wow. it was it was pretty, uh, it was it's an like, awesome hunt. It was yeah, super holy fun, crap. but it was, like, so different <laughs> yeah. than what I'm used to, but I, like, like, you're I enjoyed on, like, it. like, a TV show or, like. Yeah, it was, uh, it was cool, so Bo filmed the whole thing. So it's up on his his uh, YouTube Ghost Box oh, I don't channel. Think it, did you? I haven't seen it. It's pretty cool. He did a nice job with it. Okay. Did you see it? I did. I watched it. I'm not just like I'm just out of the loop here, guys. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I think I, I sent it to the group. No, you probably did. I just no. I don't know. I think you. No, I just really want to see it. I'm gonna put it on the big. Well, I don't have a big screen. But I'll put it on the TV. You know, there not you the phone. The bigger of the screens compared to a cell phone screen. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. I don't know. I don't share a tree a lot with like. Well, how great to someone to tell you the yardage too. So like, I, man, oh, that's it was, awesome. It was yeah. amazing. And then like, you know, All you of course, do is it's, worry about a shooting. it's 10 times more exciting when somebody's there. So I was like, yeah, it was, it was just a lot of fun. That's cool. Awesome. And See. then those guys kept hunting all week. So that was the first night. The first day. So did you stay night. the whole weekend? I stayed Sunday. So I stayed that night. We took care of the deer, had fun, deer camp, celebrated. Then in the morning, I filmed Bo for most of the day, and then I took off 
mm-hmm. around like three o'clock. Your wife, your wife's probably super happy. Yeah, she was like, you're on your way, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will be, I will be. Yeah. So uh, I headed home and then those guys stayed for the week and um, the three other guys in camp, Bo, his dad, and then my friend's dad, Bo's father-in-law, all shot giant bucks. So it was pretty incredible week. So you guys, awesome. like, so, uh, heads up, I, because of all of the tech drama that we had starting off, I forgot to turn the phone line on so, and I can't do it now. Yeah. It's just not, you know, whatever. So I said to the folks in the live chat, like chat in some questions or whatever, if you want, cause if you wanted to call in, go yeah, figure. yeah, yeah. Uh, so sorry to Missy who said she was going to call in, but Nico asked, so we have two questions here. I think it'd be fun to answer some. Uh, how much stock hunting do you do versus stand hunting? And we could probably all take a stab at that. I don't know if people care to hear how the OKS hunters hunt, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, primarily I was doing mostly stand hunting and, uh, with the saddle and the saddle was kind of the nice option to either climb a tree or not, but I, I probably did that four times this year out of, I want to say at least 20 sits. So not a ton, but it was nice because I, I had contact out of the two times I decided to still hunt because of the conditions or the lack of trees to crawl up. Uh, it went pretty well for me. I mean, I had deer within 10 yards of me. Shoot, I had that six-pointer um, the weekend before I shot my nine-pointer come three yards away. I mean, I could have drawn on him several times, and then he was right here, right in my face, and when he spooked, he was like, couldn't believe what he, what he had seen. You know, he turned around. Did I, that just happened. Did I just see a, a guy there? <laughs> you know, it was pretty cool. And does had a couple of uh, encounters with the does, but didn't want to take the shot because there was too much junk in the way. All that autumn olive and other nasty stuff. Yeah. I think do you, you do any still hunting or stalking in that property you were hunting this year? Cause that's yeah. a lot of like open grassy Quite stuff. Quite a right? bit. Yeah. In fact, the, the time when I called both you when you're both heading to Illinois, I was on the ground. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had action that night, didn't you? Yeah. And I put myself in like some canary grass cover. There's like some bramble bushy things I got in the center of it all. And I, you know, kind of, you know, made out a couple of shooting lanes. So I was perfectly concealed. I mean, really the only thing that's going to happen is my arrow is going to shoot through some grass, you know, an opening. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, Honestly, I was pretty excited about that. I just, the buck didn't come <laughs> like down the lane that I needed. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, honestly, up until like probably last year, I've, I've been doing still hunting for six years off the ground. I just stopped getting in tree stands. I, I just didn't have good enough equipment that I, right. It, it's not even that it was good equipment. It was just not convenient equipment. Yeah. It was like a buckle clamp metal and I'd use my teeth to pull it tight and like ratchet it down. Like my dad knows what I'm talking about when he listens to this. And I was just like, you know, I'll just hunt on the ground. And if I, if I want to get up and move, I had like a little, I called a butt pad. It was like a little inflatable yeah. one. And it, you know, you let out the air. So it fits perfectly in between you and the ground and molds your ass cheeks is great. <laughs> so I'd find any good spot on a tree. And the first deer I ever killed was with my the first deer I got with my bow is on the ground on that butt pad. Your doe um, you shot this year, the one you hit early season. That, that was, was on the ground on too. The ground, right? mm-hmm. It was on the ground. Yep. Cause I didn't have uh, the saddle platform yet. And I didn't have Greg's stand cause he, you know, wanted to back because it's his so i didn't have that in my possession yet so i just make me feel like shit (laughs) (laughs) eric i'm gonna need that back um and then so oddly enough when i went to pennsylvania i hunted out of the saddle but then i took a second sit for my afternoon sit because i'm only there for one day and i left the platform back at the truck and i just brought the sticks i just wanted to mention this because it was 
a little bit lighter. I didn't really care about the weight. I wasn't going far, but it was a little more convenient and compact, uh, even though it's still pretty convenient and compact anyways, but this was even more so. And uh, I thought it'd be easier to just set up. Like, how easy? Three sticks to the top of the, st the top stick and call it a day. Don't recommend doing that if you're going to do a long sit. Absolutely. It was very the arches of your feet different in terms of comfortability so without the platform. And for everyone that's talking about saddles versus stands and still hunting and all that stuff, the saddle versus the stand, it's a horse apiece. The time to set up seems about similar, just a couple different nuances about it. And also, I think the saddle gives you, a, you know, the trees in front of you. So you have some concealment. You're shooting around the tree versus a stand. You're usually off to one of the, you know, the side angles or something based on your where you're shooting for left or right. And if you're going to freaking sit in anything for eight hours, it, my Ford truck isn't comfortable for eight hours. <laughs> and that seat's great. A stand is not comfortable. A saddle is the most comfortable thing. But even after that long, you're still. Yeah. If just, it fits. It just right. is what it is. So with the adjustments of the latitude, you know, there's enough be bopping around in there where you can make that thing. You can take the pressure off here. You can make it to your center. It's making it your stand on your feet. So there's a little bit more with the stand. You're either standing or you're sitting. And that's kind of when you're standing, it's a little uneasy because you got that tether, right? You know, that that uh, that cord that if you fall, it'll catch. But you're you're not with the saddle. You're always tension. Yeah. So you just I just feel a little safer. You know, there's no fall that's going to happen. I've already fallen. You know, the last month here in Wisconsin, just with like after opening weekend and then muzzle loader, <clears throat> I did exactly what you said. I just brought three sticks, my double step. I got the custom gear double steps. Yep. And I just wore my saddle and then. Whatever tree, I just needed to get up a little bit with the muzzle loader yep, with nope. the gun. I just stood on the top step. I wasn't able to get out long. It's mostly mm -hmm. after work or whatever. So sitting for two hours, that's no problem. I yeah, yeah, quick it. sit. It's good. I just literally carried them in my hand. You know, carry yeah, the steps, totally and your saddle, and you're good to go. So very compact. It just depends on the type of hunt that you're doing. I realized I had I was talking all damn time with all the camera on me. That's okay. I tell you, uh, you know, and are you you're saddle stand you're a little both you're using your tools yeah i i flip flop between the two i will say that i am not a patient ground hunter i watch those hunting public guys and mm -hmm. like that zach farinball i give him all the credit in the world he stands there in glasses i'm impatient i i don't do that so then you need to be in something so it forces you to sit i want to be in a in a tree stand if i see a deer i'll ground hunt i'll stalk but otherwise i'm sneaking into my stand location and getting into a tree as quick as i can that's just how i do it nice. with a gun in hand i love being on the ground still hunting is awesome with a rifle yep can't beat it no it's a lot of fun to be able to and if you had some snow to track which you had yep i got to do that weekend. i got to do that up north um after opening weekend in wisconsin things are pretty it's pretty tough pretty locked down as far as movement goes mm -hmm. so unless you've got something real hot on the public lands it seems to be just move and get them up and yep. get your chance from my experience mm -hmm. so this other question that's on the screen there Derek, you want to read that off? Which one are we looking at here? That one that's in black right there on the screen. Which season would you prefer? Filling a buck tag, a nice buck, or filling three doe tags? Ooh. This is like a I would you kinda, rather. I can both. Yeah. I want to do all of those. <laughs> I can kind of You kind of can here. Yeah. yeah. You can get two, three does in a buck. Yeah. If very, you can do it. Very easily. I mean, I've come pretty close. I had one year where I shot four does, three with the bow and one with the gun. And then I've had it where last year was two does, no buck, and almost a third doe with the gun. So 
you don't know, you, you take what's given to you. <laughs> uh, it's not always easy. You know, there's guys that make it look easy. They're, you know, maybe they've got more time in the woods than we do, or they're just better than we are, which it's okay. It's all right. What was that motion? <laughs> what do you want them to do to you? Oh, that, was a, that was a bow. We're okay. not worthy. <laughs> a bow, not a bob. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference there. Like, what are you doing there, Greg? They're better than us. It's <laughs> like, whoa. Wow. I, would, I would have to say that depends on where you drug those does out of. That too. Three drags. Uh-huh. I'll drag a buck out of just about anywhere, but I'm pretty picky about where I shoot my does with a bow. If I yeah. cannot shoot them back in the yeah. shit, you, I won't. You were with me on a real dandy, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've helped you drag one out of there the yeah. last season. You got that one back there. Same. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was, so, that was a real fun one. Missy was going to call in, but since I didn't uh, turn that on, uh, have you all used any deer calls before? Grunt call. Do you want to talk about my snortly scenario? <laughs> you should. You should share that okayest moment. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, I don't think so. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. I tried grunting at that buck. No, you tried snort wheezing. Oh, I buck. tried grunting first. That and didn't do he it. didn't care for that. He didn't not care. He just didn't do anything. I was like, all right, let's kick it up a notch. <laughs> is that while he's chasing a doe? No, he was just up and out of, he just stood out of his bed and there's another buck nearby and there had just been a six planter that came through and, and ran off, like, you know, didn't run off, but he just you know, meandered away. And uh, so like, okay, there's three bucks back here. That's the biggest one that I'm seeing. Grunt, grunt. See his antlers moving around, but he's not responding. He's not doing anything. I'm like, well, he's going the opposite direction of me. So like, I wanted to try something to yeah. get him to come my direction. Yeah. He was very clearly going to have a different path. So I was like, well, I don't have anything to lose. Let's just hail Mary this son of a bitch. And I was like trying to do snort wheeze in the other, like the over the whole week. I was just snort wheeze in my car. I was snort wheeze on live Instagram. You know, like snort wheeze with Greg. Cocaine off the toilet. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to give it a try. Like, so I did it. I snort. <laughs> you're right, dude. So I snort wheeze him and then, and then he ran off. <laughs> I was like, bullshit. You're the big guy in town. You're not the dominant buck. You, man. I will say this, though, in my experience, the grunt call at the older deer is not an immediate reaction. No. Okay. A lot of times you grunt and those big bucks will just pretend like they never heard you. And what you'll notice is as they walk away, cause almost always walk away, but one ear will be cut back toward you yeah. where they heard it and they'll walk away, but then they'll start to circle. And they, a lot of times oh, they'll come back, but it'll be like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, cause I've messed up a lot up North with older bucks and grunting and in open territory and they don't see you. Yeah, you're, it's like, a learning you, you process. You're trying to like, oh, react, yeah. react, react. It's like a turkey. You want him to gobble. Like, Come <laughs> on, let's go. And they, it, I messed up way more than it's worked. But a lot of times those bigger ones will come around. Those two year olds will come right in sometimes. Yeah. But the bigger ones. And this was a bigger patience. one. I think you had some idea of which buck that was in your neighborhood yeah, over was, there. And he was pretty nice. I believe he was a big 10 pointer, probably a 150 inch 10 pointer. You know, big old farm buck. Pretty good buck. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. It was the second. So, and that was showing uh, Mitch Baker that buck that I think is the one that I probably, I mean, it's very logical that that's the one that I whipped on. And Mitch is like, that's a 150 all day, man. I'm like, oh, tell me that. <laughs> Don't Dude. tell Well, me you that. even looked at it and said that's easily 150. That's, so, it's a big deer. Yep. And then I saw that that smaller 10 that same night. You didn't I, whiff I, at it. You didn't take a shot at it. You just. The scenario was a whiff. Yeah. You know, it was just a, a ill stack situation that that happens. It's cool because it was there. It just and it didn't have an opportunity to, to pull it off. So what are you going to do? We've all been there. Yeah. Favorite calling technique. It worked this year also in Illinois. Um, bring one antler with me. 
pretty much all of September and October. And if I can find a dead branch that still has oak leaves on it, I would put that on my bow and bring it up the, the tree with me and raking the tree with the antler and raking those leaves like something is raking antlers in a scrape has drawn in a lot of bucks for me. So rather than just two antlers rat, rat, rattling together. scares the crap out of them. I've only rattled in one buck in my life out of the 180 times I've rattled. It's worked once. The raking the trees has worked multiple it's, times. It's less aggressive. You know, here in Wisconsin, Curiosity. we're also, we're often known as the the fickle land of the coupon clippers. You know, we're very conservative in our approach. I guess the deer just seem to be the same effing way because people are like, I call them deer all the time. You know, whatever. And like in Wisconsin, they're just not as responsive. You've said this. You're like, dude, don't do that here. They don't. They don't work here. Yeah, I've never had a snort wheeze work. Now there's other people that have, but um, grunt call is you know attending grunt it seems to work. Well, the biggest deer I've shot that eight pointer off by me um he was working a scrape working a whole rub line mm-hmm. and actually that's how i found him was he had already walked through that area and tore it all up and then i just all right he's either going to come from this way or this way i could have deer come from behind me you know there's a lot of sign here just set up and i did and you know an hour before dark he came working through to freshen up some spots yep. he must have missed and it was kind of windy, so I hit him with a grunt. He didn't hear it. He was going to turn around and go back the way he came. Better put a little more behind it. Hit it with one more grunt. It was like someone kicked him in the ass, and he turned around and went, I don't think so. And he came hauling ass right through, and I already had, I knew where he was coming through, so I already had the bull at full draw. And as soon as he came through, he was quartering two, and I, I let go, and I watched him die. So but, that worked for you? Yeah, it worked. You know, I tried ground that deer that I watched tend to doe. The same day, I whiffed on that situation, and uh, he heard it. But he's like, "Bro, I gotta, I gotta doe right here. I don't care. I've I already won." I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was like, I yeah. just did." Yeah, bruh. Yeah, if you want in on this, you you're grunt all you want. Talk to me, but because I was watching him chase away, speaking to the mic a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he chased away a, fo- a fork, and I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, he's like." aggressive right now he's defending this area because the, the fork was in its space you were not you were on right. top of the hill yeah just some okay yeah. guy up on top of the hill there <laughs> forget you buddy uh-huh. yeah hey it's worth a shot though right like what else are you gonna do yeah yeah i'm trying to see if there's any other comments here got on with the only one uh on the ground i've shot five dearly one was in a tree three spotted and stocked nice sweet all right who else do we got Oh, someone's saying, uh, Mike said, you guys need a, a, to learn ring of steps or wild edge tree stands. I've seen that, the, the ring of steps. Mm-hmm. I've used that before. But I guess um, when you're in a saddle and you have that tether on, it's pretty tight to the tree. So it's a little bit of putzing around to get that to rotate around. I feel like depending on the bark of the with tree, practice, it might make noise and stuff, with, but maybe you get better at it. With practice, I'm pretty stationary. Yeah. Myself. I actually didn't mind the ring of steps at all because I like to have one foot on each side of the tree. Mm-hmm. Just felt comfy. My knees yeah. weren't hitting the tree then. Right. Um, so I actually didn't mind it. Um, I ended up selling mine just because somebody was looking to pay a pretty good price for the old Amer steps and I had some. So I offloaded them um, just for my little platform. But uh, I didn't mind them at all. I kind of liked them. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I haven't tried them. And Wild Edge makes a couple of cool products for, for guys doing saddle. I mean, even the, the steps that they, they build, you know, they have the, 
the rope that goes around the tree, you wrap it around and you, you cam lock it in. It's just a single step. Um, they're all made of steel. They're, they're a patented design that's been around for quite a while. So they're not. And they have that really cool, their perch or whatever, yeah. just like a platform that yep. fits onto them. So if you already have them, you need a platform. Yep. Pretty good idea. Or you just put two or three of them around at the top of where you want to be. And, yep. and I don't know, I don't, I don't see that as a bad way of going either, but it, it's great for a piece of private where you can leave that. Absolutely. You know, we're us being more mobile and not able to go out and just prep trees and leave stuff lay or leave stuff in it. It's not conducive to what the way we hunt. Sticks seem to be a bit more efficient for us. Yeah. Kind of where you're at, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oak tree dreams. Do you guys have an okayest moment from this season? I'm guessing from previous podcasts, you might have a few. I have one, and I don't want my wife to hear it. But I'll tell it anyway. She doesn't watch. And if she is, I'm about to get my ass handed to me. boy. <laughs> and I don't I'm think excited. you guys know about this either. Uh, let me just see if I can remember how this all went down. So, yeah. Okay. I set up on a tree in the saddle. This season? This, yep. this year? Yep. And I'm just trying to think of which freaking hunt this was. Like, where? I'm trying to think where i was it got pretty sketchy for me i had my stick set up got in the stand brought my bow up hunted the whole hunt life was great what i didn't realize is that when i brought my bow up it snagged on the the top stick or the second stick one of the two and then it like un did your stick yeah, so then my stick dropped down. I'm I'm like one of those idiots you see in the <laughs> like a climber at the bottom half, and I'm like, oh my god, uh, I'm stuck up here right now, stranded stranded on a desert. I'm in a saddle, so like, okay, I'm not falling, but it's getting. I would getting, have loved to film that. Oh, it was man. getting pretty weird because I had already kind of like loosened some stuff up and Dort goes hunting and whatever. <laughs> here and we go. So then I like threw the platform down, and I'm like, oh god. Let's party. And so I like, then I was like, okay, I have to go back into like Let's childhood mode. I'm like, I'm going to grip this freaking tree and I'm going to shimmy down it. So my legs were on it real tight. I was like, like a fall. fireman pull. Yeah, dude, it got sketchy quick. I was He's like, like Jesus a toddler. Christ. His little legs are kicking. Where are you? I can't find it. And I was like, it was one of those moments where you're like, I'm making some pretty serious. De- like any one decision I make is going to have an impact here and it could go bad quick. And so I was being like really careful knowing I was already up a creek without a paddle. Without a stick. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that was I'm Touché. like thinking about something. Like, this is the kind of shit. Does this happen to other freaking people? You know, like, come on. And I was talking to, to Mitch Baker when we were hunting. He's talking about like how, you know, for me, the wind was blowing one day and, and it moved my uh, tow rope for my bow so far that I like, man, I can't get my freaking bow up. It was like stuck around some other tree branch. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then so Mitch was saying something like that happened to him. He's like, oh, I had to climb all the way back down and go get my stuff. And my dad, he's he was telling me one where he, Forgot to just clip this bow all together, so he's dragging up and there's nothing there. Yeah. So there's there's all these goofy That's ass the moments. That's the reason man. I bought like, one of those uh, silly little hoist ropes with the retractable string. You got the dog. Because I'm always up in the stupidest trees, and when I would get up there, I could never get my bow up. It was wrapped around everything, so I'd always have to get that down. I was like so pissed. I was like, I'm buying one of those stupid retractable things, and I actually love it. So I'm glad I did it. Sure. I got to look at this up because I've I've had. Too many situations. This Doyle's game hoist is what Doyle's I got. game hoist. Yeah, so it's just a big. retractable. 
Yeah, so you clip it on. Like a dog leash? I got it clipped yeah. on my pack, so when you walk up, it just, just comes retracts. out with you, stays super tight. So it could tight. still maybe get caught on something here and there, but not it could, nearly but as way bad. less likely. Yeah, way okay. less Because you have tension on it. It's not getting caught by the wind and wrapping around into little tiny twigs. I've got two okayest moments from the recent past. One of them was last week, Wednesday, last day of muzzle loader. Uh-oh. I ran out super quick after work to a spot I wanted to go to the mm-hmm. bedding area. I thought maybe it was untouched. Maybe the deer would be in there. Freaking blazing out of there. Cause I've only got like an hour and 10 minutes after I get my stuff. So I'm, I, I head down there. I'm throwing my clothes on as fast as I can. I grab my three sticks, my saddle, my muzzle loader, and I grabbed one primer and I should have known right there to great to take two. I run back to this spot. I got to cross this Creek. It's iced over. It's like, <laughs> I'm like sliding across and I got across without getting wet. And I, I just, just up the bank on the other side, I climbed this tree. It's perfect. Get my steps up. My gun is uh, on my, it's on a sling over yeah. my back. Yeah, so over get my sticks up, saddle that thing on, flip it over and the latch, it's a brake muzzle loader, got hooked on something and opened. So when I pull it off, it's open and I know that freaking primer fell out and I look, no primer. No, so now no I'm weapon. all set up way in the back with the muzzle loader with no way to shoot the damn. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, yes, I'm scouting today. Yes. <laughs> so got back down, scouted. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Last day of muzzle loader. That's oh, how man. my Wisconsin season's going. That's rough. Are you, Greg? Mine? Oh, Which... Derek was along for this one when we were in Illinois. We This one property that we hunted was a bit of a hike to get to the back end. Which one are you talking about? You know the one across the river up to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. No. Oh, you remember that. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so Derek's like, yeah, it's a long walk to get back there. Okay. We got to cross the river. All right. Now we got to go up the side of this big, steep ass ravine. Like, okay. And then we get to the top and then it's all the way back. All right. You'll find it. Okay. Get out there. No big deal. See the deer. See the one deer get down we figured it's time to get down and i'm walking along to get out of the woods and i'm looking and i'm finding cell i'm finding not cell cams but trail cams all over the place i'm like so i messaged Derek. i'm like was there ever a lot of trail cameras back here no so i think i i think i took a picture of one of the trail cameras just to prove it and then i come out of the woods and it's all tall canary grass i'll take and put my phone in my pocket Walk out, bump a doe on the way out, meet up with Derek. Derek bumped a deer or saw a deer. We're chatting. We're yucking it up and, all right, grab our stuff, switch into our rubber boots, walk the way, rest of the way down, get down to the side of the ravine, get across the river, start getting about halfway up the other <laughs> side. And I just, you know, for the hell of it, I grab, grab for my phone. I'm like, yeah. He's like... I'm like giving signs to steal like a second. Stomp competition yeah. Over there. yeah, where's the three tap system here? Yeah, I, I was telling him to steal third and looking around, he's like, What's the matter? I'm like, No phone. Oh, are you kidding? Tore everything apart. Nope, no phone. I'm like, I have a pretty good idea where it might be. What do you think it is? I'm like, <laughs> You're not gonna be very happy. And if you want to stay here or head back to the truck, here's the keys. I'll uh, I'll be there and when I'm when I'm there. No, no, I'm coming with. So we drop all our crap. It was a yard sale in the middle of the middle of the ravine there. <laughs> Somebody could have made out oh, pretty yeah, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So we 
hightail it back down, rubber boots on, get across the river, get up the side of the ravine, get down through the canary grass. He's like, which way did you go? I'm like, oh, I went over here. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty positive because that's the tree I jumped the deer from. And over there, this is the way I followed. So, okay. So we go and he's looking and he's looking and we're not finding it. And I'm like, I bet I know where it is. Not three steps from where I took that last picture and stuffed stuffed it in my pocket. It went and hit the ground right where the grass was laid flat. Okay. There it was, cell phone laying there. But it took all that distance to get to it. And luckily it was laying on the flat part of the grass. I had in that jacket, I had like breather vents. Yeah. There were zip down vents where if you had the pair of bibs that goes with it, you could stick them, stick your hands in there for a hand warmer. And then there's zip pockets right in front. I thought I stuck it in a zip pocket here. I stuck it in the vent pocket and it went right down my down, probably down my pant leg. And hey, at least we found it. Yeah. Yeah. We found it. So that was my okayest hunter moment. And usually your phone is set to vibrate. Oh, yeah. And it was. They're like, he's like, I'll call it. I'm like, we're never going to hear it. You have the find my iPhone. Maybe your wife could have helped you, but eh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Says you're over here, but you're not there, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. you exactly. had a call from his phone or something. Like well, that. yeah, and he was, yeah, and she'd have been, yeah. like, what's this strange number? <laughs> she, she'd have to call if she knows you're out doing something in some other mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this auto director thing, I'm doing what I want it to do. I tell you, technology. I'm not done with technology today, guys. Oh boy, I told you about my mess, right? My, my other okayest moment? I think so. Not a very proud one. I'm sure, they're real, have done People this. are like really liking your the okayest? All our F-ups. Oh, yeah. yeah, good. Okay, yeah. here's a good we'll okayest one. This was uh, right before Wisconsin's gun season, another after work hunt. Ran out super fast to a spot I wanted to try along this little creek. Mountain bike down a path, flying 18th gear, whatever the hell it is. And I'm on like this hauling ass and uh, ditched the bike. I think I ghost rided it for a little while because I'm running. <laughs> get out to this tree i want to climb up it's like canary grass along a little creek and it's brushy on the sides and of course deer bedded right underneath the tree i wanted to climb if it takes off a little nubby or something i'm like whatever climb up in the tree get set up sitting for like an hour and a half before it gets dark and i'm feeling around for my flashlight as it's closing i don't see any deer no flashlight one of those things in a hurry again Mm -hmm. see the pattern you know you've seen my vehicle you've seen how my brain operates it's not organized you and me are the same way No flashlight. I'm like, all right, I'll just get down a couple minutes early. This is stupid anyway. Nothing. And I'm going to get out of here while it's still a little light. So I get down, got my stand on my back, my sticks, carrying my bow. <clears throat> I make it about 40 steps from my tree. And on the other side of the creek, standing in the grass, real nice eight-point buck, just outside the ears, just standing there looking at me. I'm like, you son of a He's just looking at me so stupid. I'm like, all right, I'll knock an arrow. He'll run away. Knock an arrow. Hmm. <laughs> still standing there. He, he, he running he got, away. He he's just something. looking at me. I'm like, all right, I'll draw back. He'll run away. <laughs> no, he's still standing there. I was like, whatever. I can still see through my peep just fine. I was like, I don't have a release on it. It's in my pack. Made that mistake, right? So I'm three finger in <laughs> yeah, my you got compound. One of our stickers, right? That D loop. I'm like, get that D loop out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, there is no way this is gonna work, but I gotta try. It's my last day to bow hunt before gun season. So he's facing me. And I got the heavy arrows with the cut on contact iron wheels. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to drill them right in the neck or I'm going to miss them. Like this is, it'll work. 
like, uh, and uh, man, I shot about a foot and a half to the left. <laughs> Good relief. <Yeah. laughs> went, went way over there. What the hell happened? You pull through it. You pull through it. No, don't yeah. pull through it. No, oh, you pull through it. Look it at was that. hard to it. get that smooth release with those giant knots in my D loop ripping my finger. <laughs> it wasn't smooth. I don't practice doing that. I don't no. know if anybody does. It was a really stupid idea. I shouldn't have done it, but I just thought, Did we get you enough of those stickers? It's a hammer. <laughs> Had the release, just not smart enough to wear it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. See, and I always take mine off because I don't smart. like planking against all my. That's my so. Tree that's sticks, it because that's know? always a thing. Like having it on, dry. It's like I'll climb the truth. The thing I'm like it drives me nuts. It's always doing something. I don't want to flopping around. But I'm like, I tuck man, I tell glove. you, the moment like, I don't roll it around and tuck it in the glove. But when I get down, I'm like, I'm done. You know, you're right. That, that's what I. I assume yeah. I was done. Right, like, you're done. It's yeah. dark, right? I'm gonna put it in the pack. But I got down a little early. I should. Yeah. If if you run into a I'll warden, never not have it on when I'm supposed to. I'll put it on when I'm walking out. I'll keep it on the whole time up the tree because I'm like, this is the this is the shit. This is the keep shit it on when you drive home. You yeah, know. right. <laughs> He's taking a shower with it on. <laughs> Greg and I we were we were leaving uh, Sauk County and on the way back to the the main highway we saw what, close to forty doe. Oh, it was ridiculous. And there it's, it's it was stupid. still light too. I was you, like, you'll shit. never believe it. it it's yeah, it so nuts. there's so many does. Nobody doe hunts up there. Nobody doe hunts. I, I wanted we to all meet want to too. shoot a buck. I wanted to meet. I we like, all want to shoot it. a buck. But do your part. If you know that area's got a ton of does, just kill one. Kill two. I think you and I have talked about this whole yeah. bunch with does and yeah. the old mindset. Landowners, you want to keep your does around. Keep your does rut. around for the rut. But the more does you have, and I don't know if anybody else can attest to this or down with us, but the more does you have, the less the bucks. The less have bucks. To move they don't have to move. find does. They don't have to do anything. So you get a way less. They don't have to worry about rut. the does in different area codes. They got. All the doughs they want right there. Yeah, why, but I why do they, they got to move? They got they 99, move. I got 99 no. problems, but a doe ain't one. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Where does it go? Yeah. I'll tell you. Oak Tree Dreams. Uh, I thought I lost my keys in the late, in the lake duck hunting opening day. That's rough. Uh, what does SMH stand for again? Forget that. It means something. Smith. Shake my head. Shake my head. That's what Shake it is. My okay. Head. Shake my head. We, we made it to our spot. But man, I thought we were going to have problems loading the boat up to get home. Uh, Michael Kreshmir. Oh God, I can't say less. Michael. Michael, I'm sorry. We know we know who you are, Mikey. I had a really good one this year. Uh, I don't know what that means. You're at that thing. What is happening? I thought it was an okay for you. I don't know. Uh, you're at thing. You're... Thought of was an okay moment. I think he crashed his Fiat. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought like, parking yeah. in the parking lot, the public land. Come on, Michael. <laughs> Try to type that one up again. Got a lot of eye rolls there, but. It happens, Mike. <laughs> Setting me up for failure over here. It's all good, man. So, okay, it's are you done? Moments. Are you done? Did you With the moments? Over? Yeah, no, it is now. It was. It was. Uh, I wasn't gonna go to Sock County, and then when Doug Dern messages you and says you should come, I'm like, fuck, I gotta go. Well, and then, and then Mitch Baker messages me. He's he like, gave hey, us. He got, I got a, a spot for you guys. Yeah. All right. Let's drive up in the morning. There was only a buck twenty to get there. It's not a big deal. It wasn't bad at all, and and so I was happy to go. I just I, I would have liked to get a doe to get some meat, quite honestly. But no, I'm I think I'm done. Like it's a it's a toll on the family, and I'm not even saying it because I want my wife to think I I genuinely care. It's hard on all of us. So Greg and I were talking about this on the way up or down or whatever it was. Like both, we're gonna have to figure out a different way to do next season. I might just need to hunt the rut hard, and that's it. Uh. Although, guys, I had a really good idea for some content and for some fun. We'll talk about it later. I'll tell you. 
Maybe I won't say it on on live or whatever. Save that nugget. Let's but chat about it's it gonna be there. really fun, and I think it's no one's done it. It's never been done. It's never been done. All right, I'm let interested. us do it. I'm so interested. there might be that, and then this. It might be like two big pushes, and that might give me the ground cover. Like I think we we're talking about, just get past you know Halloween, and then boom, let's go, kind of thing. But you mean know, kids? Like I think this year my wife's like it was July. And she's like, are you already freaking getting into this shit? Are you already getting into the mode? It's like she's like it's happening early every year. I was like uh, I think you're right. I don't know what's happening. It's coming just, over me. Just, <laughs> I'm like freaking out. Just wait till it's all year. It is Did you see here. the meme we put out today? No, I didn't. The GIF? Rocky Balboa? You can't no, just turn it off. Oh, yeah. Ramble, ramble, ramble. ramble, ramble. Sorry. Uh, Sylvester Sloan. I, yeah, whatever. It crossed the wire. It, it was Rambo, and he's like, it's over. It's like, Nothing's over. It's Nothing's over. over. You, you don't just turn it off. <laughs> you don't. Like, dude, someone that follows us on Facebook posted that yesterday. I was like, yo, I'm using this. And it was, it was pretty clutch. That is genius. Yeah, though. it was good. I mean, really, though, there are people who are stupid like me who just think about this shit. Oh, here we go. So Michael said, five and a half hours north, brought my kid, my kid's 20 gauge uh, duck gun, not my odd six. Wrong (laughs) case. So stupid. I didn't check. Oopsie. (laughs) You brought the wrong gun. You should have seen my face when I opened the case. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good one. So you're on your way to the hardware store to buy some Remington Slugger 20 gauge, (laughs) the kind that rattled down the barrel. What are the odds they have any of those? Uh, probably the show? not very good, man. <laughs> That's funny. Rambo was great today. Yeah. That was so, great. what did you do then? Yeah. Yeah. I wish we was could get the calls solution? going, but Mr. Kretschmer, what did you do? I you forgot. Well, he was waiting for him to respond. My dad, one year, we get back to the motel, which is torn down now in Prairie du Chien. Well, the Delta cool. Motel is no more, it's gone. Uh, but it's pretty shitty, but it's okay. We, we got back there. My dad's like, this is pretty light. <laughs> It's like I'll be right back. I gotta go get my gun. <laughs> so he drives back to the freaking woods, and sure enough, his gun was right where he left it, leaning on the tree. Because uh, that was like when the rules were you couldn't have your gun up on your on your truck, your yep, car. You couldn't lean it against. You had to lean, so he forgot it. Well, then uh, the following year, I shot a buck, and it was you know last light shooting hours kind of scenario. So I dragged him out of the dark, and we're all happy. We're t- gripping grands. Everyone's great. We're talking. We're talking. And then uh, we get back to the hotel. And I grab my gun case. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding. Where's my gun? Leaning up against the freaking tree where I set it down to take the pictures of the buck. Hold my beer. So yeah. my buddy Mike's like, are you guys kidding me? <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> Was that the same trip? Same weekend? Same, well, two, two, just oh, a year apart. Gotcha. So my dad happened, happened to him and then to me. You know? I've, I've lost a lot of knives. Gutting oh, gear God. Like that mm-hmm. in all, the dark. All you the set knives. it down and then it's like, who the hell thinks about the knife? I had, uh, I had a real good OKS moment in the in that marsh in that swamp where I got those deer this year, we were gun hunting, had, had a group of guys we were pushing. And I think I was just in my pack to get something out to, I think I was getting a granola bar out or whatever. Well, I didn't get it zipped all the way. Truck keys, my cell phone, my wallet, and my, uh, my, my box of 30, uh, 30 six shells. I heard a deer take off in front of me as I'm stuffing my face. And I'm like, nope, that one ain't getting away. Chucked a granola bar and ran after it. Oh, boy. Those pockets were open. And I'm hauling ass to try and oh catch God. up this thing. And I, I Snickers got, is fine. Everything's going. Get that in slow-mo. I'm picturing it. It's a complete yard sale going through all that tall cany crap. 
and uh, I get out to the to the edge of the field and just in time for it to see it see it clear the clear the ditch and get off into another piece of land. Oh man, whatever. So and unbeknownst to you, this you didn't know this happened. No, yet. I had no clue. I had lost all this shit. So I get <laughs> actually I had my cell phone in my pocket. So it was my truck keys, my wallet, and my rounds. Get down, meet up with the group. We're yucking it up, shooting the bowl, and all right, gonna head back to the truck. Okay, so we're all talking and walking, and I just happen to reach back there, and boy, that pack feels a little lighter than it did. <laughs> and like, and stick you're my, still and not I sure can, what's going on. No, yet. and it's on my back, so I like stick my hand in the pouch, and I can feel that it's completely unzipped, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> And, and I'm probably about a half mile away from where I ran after that. Deer. Yeah, I think okay, so oh, yeah. to be totally interchangeable with oh shit moments. This is oh shit. The moment, moment you realize something. Yeah. So, and then my wife calls and she's like, "Well, where are you guys?" I'm like, "Well, we're back here." And it just so happens that I think I lost my keys and my wallet back in the swamp. <laughs> oh man! So me and my buddy Ryan, Ryan's like, "What do you think you lost?" And I said, "There's one place in particular." we're never going to know where it is. I said, Oh, I know where it is. There's, there's one little Island of trees out there that I ran past and I'm pretty sure it's going to be down this one path. Cause there's a beaten path through that stuff. Sure enough, we get back, we start working our way back there. We get into the thick of it. We jump a doe. Ryan pulls a shotgun. I'm like, uh-uh, you don't think so? I'm like, no, we shoot that. We're going to be looking for a wallet and a deer. <laughs> so just let's, let's not. All right walk along there's the wallet okay that's one thing walk a little further jump up another doe ryan looks at me i'm like "Mm, we're not done yet (sighs) all right let the doe go there's the rounds another 10 steps there's the keys i'm like all right you can kill all the deer you want now (laughs) didn't see a damn thing (laughs) now yeah well that was maybe blew your chance yeah so if the wives are listening, Greg needs a necklace with a Velcro pouch for cell phones. <laughs> yeah. And I need some kind of organizer in my vehicle to remember all my crap. Christmas gifts, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. That phone dangler case I keep seeing getting advertised. That yeah. actually looks pretty legit. Yeah. It does. Uh, so one more comment here and we'll, we'll wind her down. Uh, Jake Menden, who I know said, I thought I was close enough to the house. I'm oh, sorry. What was he saying? Close to the house. Uh, the buck wouldn't, Sneak behind me, shocker! He came behind me. Didn't want to put an arrow into the neighbor's garage. <laughs> yeah, it's probably and then I a think wise his choice. next comment was, uh, "Yeah, suburban hunting problems." Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's a totally different scenario. Oh, damn. Okay, there's one more. All right, one more, one more. All right, uh, Tony Smith. Okay, this moment we had a buck coming through on a cold morning, but when I tried to use my grunt call, it was froze up from being used earlier. But I was going to pack up. Remember, I had tucked it in my jacket. To warm, grunted to make sure it still works. <laughs> and what does it say here? Can I read the rest of it? 12-pointer. Make sure it still works. And a 12-pointer came into 17 yards and I killed him. Wait, so it worked? Wait, what's the... Did I miss something here? That's amazing. <laughs> I thought that was an okay moment. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> feels like... Well, when I was going to go pack up, I remember that tucked in my jacket, grunted to make sure it still worked. Oh, and then it came... I got it. I got it. I'm a little slow. Little you're testing it out and then holy shit a deer actually came in that's like that's like a reverse okayest moment yeah. 
the luckiest. That's, that's, like, that's a lucky horseshoe up your ass moment. Yeah, that was an okay moment turned into glorious moment. So you totally lucked into that one. Some guys are like that though. That's my, great. I'll my buddy's dad shot four bucks, pretty good ones, in four years. And in those four years, he only released four arrows from that bow. Never practiced, never shot. The only time he shot was into a buck four years in a row. <laughs> and the last one he shot, he said he was getting cold on stand, so he practiced drawing to warm up. And he was checking his lanes, and the buck was standing there, and he just shot it. Shot the F I was up. like, that Come can't on. be real, Jim. He's oh like, I swear God. to God. <laughs> oh, my God. That might, yeah, okay, we can just end, because we'll, this is what I mean. I wanted to talk deer tonight, and then here we are talking deer. It just took 20 minutes to get this stuff to work. I feel bad. The one night I didn't get the phone line up, everyone wants to call in. Go figure. Well, yeah, people I, call in most nights anyway. So. We have people that wanted to call in. We'll have a call in uh, back on next week. Don't worry about it. We'll, I know we got, every time we like put new investment into the into the show, inevitably something breaks, because it's introducing new stuff. It's like putting a new goldfish in the tank, right? Now the fish are gonna go get all weird with each other. The feeling out process. Yeah, it's a it's a bit. But I hopefully you guys enjoyed the multi cam. I've been switching them around here as we've been going and trying to make sure I'm showing you guys when you're talking. I forget myself, so that's okay. No one cares about this guy in a freaking weird gray sweatshirt, anyways. Um, the drips dried up. Looks good. Yeah. yeah don't worry, better. Dan will mess it up later. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the kid's notorious. They always wipe your their face right on your shoulder. I don't know what it is. And I don't mind him doing it because I'm like, well, get so it out, buddy. Crust, <laughs> yeah. When it gets dry and crusty, you go rub your face. Most of my shirts have like, I'm like, just do it at the end of the day when I'm done with work. Yeah. I usually got like a collared shirt on when I get home or something. So this is like the first thing I saw. I'm like, let's get comfortable. Yeah, that's good. This is my time. Yeah, it's different. Today was flannel day at work. So that's worked lucky. Out, worked out well. That's super lucky. Yeah. Michael said he'll call in on the next show. That's good. That's cool. That's fun. Uh, And then, by the way, I'll just say it now so I don't have to do it in post, but We'll be at, and by we, I don't know if Greg's going. I don't, I don't expect you to go, Derek, at all. But me and Tyler, for sure, and our families will be at the. Um, how's that trade show called? Damn it! The open season. Open season sportsman's expo. That's what it's called. They changed the name on it, so I had to like mm -hmm. think for a second. The open season sportsman's show at the Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. It's the last week of March. So I believe it's the 25th through the 27th, and we are booth 200A. And Greg here, whether he's there or not, and maybe he's not there, and you guys can all give him you know, compliments or grief because he is building the booth. There's no pressure whatsoever. Woo just throw, let's just put it on right now. It's going to look like a complete shit show, <laughs> and I'll make sure of it. Greg built this table. <laughs> it looks pretty great. It looks like a shit show to me. It's supposed to, yeah. Uh, so that'll be cool. We'll be doing podcasting there. We'll be selling merch. Um, we'll be drinking beers and hell yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be fun. We got a new mobile podcast set up. The, by the way, the new mixer is right there in that little box on the desk over there. So a little, a little bit guy. smaller than this, uh, same functionality you can still play all the sounds and stuff. So we can still do like, you know, let me get it right here. Is it this one? Okay. It's Hunter. So do that. And she will be there, I think. So that's my brother-in-law's girlfriend. <laughs> And I called my brother-in-law one night. I said, hey, I need you to do like a Uper Northern Wisconsin okayest hunter. So he did. And I was like, that's pretty good. And then his girlfriend was with him. I was like, you know what? I think it should be a chick's voice. Does she want to give it a shot real quick? So she did it. And it was, that was, the, that's it. That was the first and only take she ever did. Okayest hunter. And that's it. That's so she's probably going to be up there with him. And he you know, writes a lot of our blogs and stuff. And uh, I was like, dude, she's got to be at the booth. And can she just like say it every now and again? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So that's cool. She's gonna be wore out. Her name's Lauren, and and she's a nice she's a nice lady. <laughs> she's a nice lady. So, um, yeah, that's what we got going on. Pretty fun stuff. Yeah. Let's get this thing. I'll just I'll just uh, I think I got like a. Oh nope. We'll just uh, play some music to end this thing. Thanks everybody for joining us tonight and dealing with our technical drama and. Yeah, thanks for the comments. For comment, and lots of comments. I yes. don't even know how many we got, but thank you. It makes it fun. Love those okayest moments. Yep. And we'll get this thing live tonight. Have good, a good night, good week. Good luck to anybody who's still grinding. Yeah, never yeah. pass. Certainly now, never pass. Yeah. <laughs> I would be if I were uh, not going to be uh, having surgery. I would totally be grinding away at it yet. Well, you haven't had surgery yet, so if you're going to be doing my it, wife crazy. Yeah, right. You do that anyways. I, I always tell my wife if I'm not driving you crazy or knowing you that I'm not doing my job. There you go. Right. Like you, this is what I'm here to do. Yeah, sole when, purpose in life. When my buddy Adam was over and he said he had three deer in the freezer, my wife said, "You need to get in one more buck." And I was like, "Everybody hear that?" <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. So I might sneak up north over Christmas break. Cool. Bring the family with. Yes. Watch the Packers. A lot of Christmas snow up Day. there. That'd be good. Don't watch for deer. Packers. Packers will do what the Packers do. Aren't they doing good right now? Yeah. Yeah. Someone just uh, at work today said, "Who wants anyone want Packer tickets for the for the 25th? I was like, "Oh, I, mean, I was like, babe, it's 25th. That's Christmas. That's not gonna." That work. like took me a second. Nah, I was like, like oh, "Okay, yeah, that's nah, so good." So, all right, cool guys. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. This will be live tonight. Have a great night. See you. See you. See you.